Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And in this exciting day right here as the Gators get a commitment for the class of 2024, wide receiver Isaiah Williams commits to the Gators right here on this Friday, everybody. Hey, if you're watching live midday here on this Friday, May the 5th, thanks for checking us out live on Gators Breakdown right here on YouTube. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. If you're not already subscribed to Gators Breakdown, and man, we got a, a good one to get in here uh, with DJ Lagway being committed as the big time elite quarterback. You'll be wondering when's the the first wide receiver going to drop. You know what? How's wide receiver recruiting going to go? And the first one to get into the fold is Isaiah Williams here from the Tampa area, uh, four star. We'll get into all his rankings and all that good stuff. What he brings to the table as a receiver, and um, you know, I, Florida. Yeah, I think on the on the cusp here of uh, maybe between the next month or so uh, getting, you know, we knew summertime was going to be busy anyway. Um, not quite into summer here, early May, but I think this is going to be the first of a, of a string of you know days, weeks coming up for the Gators to where, you know, I think commitments will kind of start flying in for the Gators before the season starts. A lot of visits coming up early June, uh, but Isaiah Williams, hey, he's been on campus, visited, right after an offer from the Gators. So we'll get into his story and, and everything that uh, he brings to the table, maybe who's next for the Gators as well. And we'll take a look at the wide receiver position before we sign off here on this episode. So once again, like, subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, join Gators Breakdown Plus conversation. i am got it right here on the side screen. I see you guys posting in there. A lot of conversation going on there in that Gators Breakdown Plus Discord. But hey, we know um, while we're talking recruiting here, NIL needs to be attractive for recruits. So let's help it get there. The Florida Victorious $2 million match challenge still going on throughout the month of May. Every new pledge, every new membership, even the one-time pledges out there will be matched up to a total of $2 million. So let's make $2 million, $4 million, double the impact this month. Join Florida Victorious, Florida's new NIL leader today. That link is in the description to join. All right, Gator Nation, you know how we do it. Gator Nation, we got to commit Isaiah Williams, four-star. Four-star receiver on both services, the 24-7 sports composite, and the on-three industry rankings. A little bit of difference, though. Now, if you take a look at them, let's start with 24-7, 325th overall, the 48th-ranked wide receiver. And if you go to the on-three industry rankings, 297, so higher there, but still two spots lower <laughs> as a wide receiver. So uh, let you know maybe how they value the wide receiver position a little bit different. Uh, but there you go. Basically, top 300-ish player right here from the wide receiver position for the Gators. From Tampa, Florida, as I mentioned, six foot 172, Carrollwood Day down in the Tampa area. He becomes Florida's first wide receiver commitment, eighth commit of the class of 2024. His commitment moves Florida up to 11th in the 24-7 sports composite and keeps the class in the top five if on three rankings. Most recent analysis comes from 24-7 sports Andrew Ivins as Williams caught his eye not long ago. A few weeks ago, April 15th, from the overtime 7-on-7 event in Orlando, quote, Williams first emerged on the 
national recruiting scene as a 10th grader when he was catching passes from Iowa State signee Rocco Beck back at Wireless or Wire Grant's Ranch. However, his junior season was derailed by a broken collarbone, limited to just four full games. A lot of Power 5 programs seem to have forgotten about Williams, but it might be time to circle back because he's the type of wide receiver that can stretch a defense and attack the deeper parts of the field. Williams, who recently clocked a laser time 4.4640, scored multiple touchdowns Saturday and proved to be a rather difficult cover out on the perimeter. So that was at a 7-on-7 event just a few weeks ago. Now, you know, healthy from that collarbone injury where, like he said, missed time last season. So, look, I know that's where you're going to go first. Um, as you said, as Andrew said, he did emerge on the national scene, but then going through a collarbone injury. So the ranking's probably not as high on him right now because he didn't play a whole lot last season. So now camp season's getting back in style. He has already risen in the rankings based off that performance at the seven on seven. But now as he gets into more camps, as he'll have a senior season coming up this year, he may even rise more in the rankings. Through those four complete games last year, caught six passes for 146 yards, two touchdowns. The year before as a sophomore, 34 passes caught, 524 yards, four touchdowns. Now that was at Wiregrass Ranch. Now he's at Carrollwood Day. He also runs track. Florida's getting a fast, fast receiver here. Posted times of 10.94 in in the 100-meter dash as a 10th grader. That was his best time there. Other schools that showed heavy interest, Florida State, Michigan, North Carolina, Michigan State, and Tennessee. So for the storyline with Florida, and of course there was a lot of change there at Florida at the wide receiver coach position. Kerry Colbert out, Billy Gonzalez comes in, does the board change. How does recruiting go? That was a big, big topic when the coaching change was made about Billy Gonzalez's recruiting. Well, he received a late offer from Billy Gonzalez, visited right after that offer, able to see the Gators in the end, Billy Gonzalez in spring setting. And that may have been all he, all, all he needed to see. Get that offer, get on campus. That made all, all it took to get him in the fold. Told on three, Corey Bender. He's a great man. He was real. He was down to earth, man. I like his energy, how real he was. And I can see him being a really good mentor to me. That's what I look for in coaches. So that was really important in meeting him. So we got to see spring practice with Gonzalez, those receivers out there. It was nice seeing how he operates with his receivers, Williams said. I like what he does. Just makes me excited seeing him coach receivers that I could possibly be in that position just developing and just becoming a better athlete. Tampa native also spoke with Napier. Quote, it was real talk, Williams said. That's what he told Corey Bender. You know, he doesn't sugar, sugarcoat anything. He's a real coach, down to earth. He'll let you know what's up. That's what I look for in a coach. That's what I like. I don't like coaches just saying, you know, this stuff is easy when it's really not. I like real coaches. That's what he is. I really appreciate him for being that way. Just glad I got a chance to talk to the man. So let's go back a little bit. You know, I mentioned the coaching change. And I know the running joke was Billy Gonzalez and the previous gig under Dan Mullen taking just big, slow, wide receivers. That was overblown as far as putting that blame 
solely on Billy Gonzalez. That was the Mullen preference as well. Now, we know Billy Napier knows the wide receiver position. Look at the last cycle for the Gators. Look at what he did at Alabama when he was the wide receiver coach and his recruiting prowess there. He knows the wide receiver position. Every offer has to go through him as the head coach. So if you were worried about Billy Gonzalez, and when I brought this up when he was hired on the, on the episode, but if you were worried, you didn't need to be as worried. Every offer has to go through Billy Napier. So it's not going to be that slow, prodding, big-bodied, maybe looking for better blockers than receivers or looking for the big body, go up and get them top of receiver more so than the speedy receiver. What recruiting had turned into at the wide receiver spot late Dan Mullen's tenure, that wasn't all Billy Gonzalez. Billy Gonzalez knows what he's doing. Pair that with Napier, what he's looking for in receivers, offers that have to go through him. And now you're going to see these wide receivers that can catch and run and or beat somebody over the top. So Florida getting a speed and space receiver here. Excited to you know, see this transformation at wide receiver just the last cycle, that 2023 class. We got to see some glimpses of Andy Jean and Aiden Mizell in spring practice. We've heard about their speed all throughout spring practice. Florida's getting the jitterbug coming in in the fall with Eugene Wilson. This speedy, slashy type of receiver. Williams maybe more in that mold, but you can already tell speed is more of a factor in wide receiver recruiting for Billy Napier, Kerry Colbert last year, and now Billy Gonzalez as well. So Gators looking to add to that great wide receiver 2023 class from last cycle. Quarterback DJ Lagway in the fold. And what, what you know, what is going to happen now at wide receiver? You got your first receiver now. So what can the wide receiver class look like? We talked about it a few weeks ago with Corey Bender. But now you got one in the fold. What can Florida do? Will it be three receivers? Will it be four receivers in this class? So there's either two spots left, three spots left. At the wide receiver spot, of course, Ohio State commit, Jeremiah Smith, certainly the top target out there. We've talked plenty about him. Then, of course, Gators sit really good. We were T.J. Moore. T.J. Moore got one of the best offer lists out there. Gators seem to be the team to beat at this moment, but don't count out Clemson. He's visiting there June the 2nd, and then Florida the next weekend. Georgia, USC, Tennessee, Ohio State, he's also interested in. T.J. Moore is a big-time wide receiver, also from the Tampa area. There's a commit before that visit. There's a commit on the visit. Okay, so we got a few weeks to figure this out. But I like where Florida currently – T.J. Moore, Florida would be my pick right now if he was to make that decision right now. But we know things change, but I like where Florida sits for T.J. Moore. Jariah Hawkins out of IMG. Florida has also been mentioned as a team to watch there, along with Penn State, West Virginia. Mario Craver out of Alabama. You know, been some talk if he's going to be a take or not. And now, uh, look, I was, a couple of weeks ago, I was told he was, but with Williams in the fold, it could have been who's going to be first to pop. You know, now I think with this pickup, Craver's not as with. Their similar play styles, not as much of a need at this moment. But that also maybe depends on if Florida's going to take three or four receivers. Who else are you going to get in the fall? I think you know you pencil in 
TJ Moore right now. You're always going to leave a spot for Jeremiah Smith, no matter how many you have. So that, that doesn't, if even if you already have four committed, if he last minute wants to get, come in, of course, you're making room for him. Michael Turner out of Louisiana, Florida, Nebraska, stand out there for now. Another speedy type of receiver, 10.5, 100-meter. He caught 25 passes for 519 yards, six touchdowns last year. Terry Bussey, one more from Texas, a connection, seven-on-17 seven with DJ Lagway. Another slot receiver option, 5'10", 180. Maybe some talk of him because he's an athlete of, of a DB, but Raymond likes his DBs a little bigger than 5'10", 180. So I see Terry Bussey as a, more of a wide receiver option for the Gators and his connection to DJ Lagway. Florida's going to keep checking in on, keeping connections on Georgia commits, Nicar, Nitro Tuggle. So there's plenty of options there. And through those names, I think Florida's going to be certainly looking at to fill out the rest of this class at the wide receiver spot. But one in the fold, feel good with TJ Moore. Then we'll kind of see where Florida goes from there. But got some options at the receiver spot. I know we're kind of looking at that top of the top and the elite of the elite and maybe finally getting one that doesn't go to Ohio State or one that doesn't go to Alabama or Georgia. That's, you know, it'd be nice to have, but I'm telling you, TJ Moore might should be there. That offer list is just up there with everybody as well. Jeremiah Smith, don't get me wrong. I, he's on another level, but he, he deserves to be by himself. But that's not uh, to take anything away from a player like TJ Moore, who's you feel, all you got to do is look at the offer list. That, that tells you all you need to know. Hopefully he's one of the next we're having an episode about. But overall, who could be next for the Gators? If we're looking at this recruiting trail, recruiting is going to start picking up with the, all the visits and China will get these guys into in the fold before the season starts. So a couple of names I think we should be on the lookout for as next guys, linebacker Chris Jones. To add already to the best linebacker class in the country right now in the class of 2024, you have Miles Graham. You have Adarius Hayes. Chris Jones out of the state of Virginia, a top 200 player would just add and probably already solidify Florida as having the best linebacker class in the class of 2024 when it's all said and done. There's mentioned that this staff, he has the best relationships with this staff over the Georgia staff. That's the other one he's mentioned, but he's mentioned Florida staff as having that better relationship with Jay Bateman going a long way, getting the job done here. As far as this class goes so far, and maybe can add another. Then, of course, I think the other one we should be able to look out for, everybody knows Jordan Pride, the recent decommit from Florida State, at the safety position, a top 100 player coming off of a knee injury. Add him to a room that features Xavier Filsamy, Josiah Davis already as well. Tell you, I mean, <laughs> got two linebackers already on commit watch is another linebacker. Two safeties already committed on commit watch probably is Jordan Pride. I mean, Florida really can, you know, fill out. Can really fill out the linebacker spot and the safety spot pretty soon here. And for a defense that has just been so bad the last few seasons, at least by recruiting, the potential is there to really get this thing turned around. 
really, really get this thing turned around. So, all right, big-time commit for the Gators. Get their first wide receiver commit. Isaiah Williams from Tampa commits to the Florida Gators. So, all right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. Quick update with the new commit. A little bit of a preview of the wide receiver position. Maybe who could be next overall for the class of 2024. One more time, let's help make Florida attractive for these recruits out there. We can do our part. NIL, we know how far it goes. All these opportunities for current student athletes, they're going to talk to recruits out there. Let's help make it attractive. You can do so if you can. Join Florida Victorious, and especially right now, $2 million match challenge. Let's turn $2 million into $4 million. Every new pledge, every new membership will be matched up to a total of $2 million. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown. <laughs>